Your Excellencies, uh, distinguished representatives, ladies and gentlemen, it is uh, a great pleasure for me to address this year's uh, Capital Link Greek Shipping Forum on uh, new opportunities and challenges. I would like to thank uh, the organizer, Bornozis family, for addressing the forum through this keynote address. I'm looking forward to a constructive exchange of views on the critical challenges the shipping industry faces today. The past months have shown clearly how sensitive and also how important transport sectors are for ensuring resilient supply chain as well creating reliable and robust mechanisms to keep vessels running smoothly and safely around the world. Greece is still a country whose history and modern economy are inextricably linked with the sea and shipping. The maritime sector is one of the most flourishing uh, sectors of the Greek economy that uh, essentially supports its sustainability and growth, contributing in 2021 9.6% of the national GDP. Greece remained the world's largest ship-owning nation, with a fleet of nearly 5,000 vessels. Greek ship-owners control 20% of the global deadweight tonnage and 59% of the European Union fleet. The Greek-owned fleet reliably serves the world needs of mass maritime transport, engaging mostly in the mass transportation of industrial energy and nutritional goods in the bulk tram sector. It's no exaggeration to state that Greek shipping is an essential factor for the world economy to keep moving. Shipping is also vital for the European Union, especially these days, as 80% of its external trade is carried out by sea. With the energy security concerns on the rise, the Greek-owned fleet plays a crucial role in securing European Union's diverse energy needs from remote areas of the globe. Greek shipping's strategic importance becomes also obvious in light of the fact that the European Union relies on international shipping for more almost 60% of its external trade. Ladies and gentlemen, we live in challenging times and it's a fact that the pandemic and more recently the Russian invasion in Ukraine derailed once again in recent times and rescheduled our priorities. Our main priority for 2022 should be to put strong foundation for the recovery of all economic activities, including, of course, shipping. In the fiercely competitive international environment that uh, shipping operates, we will have to consider all aspects that affect uh, the maritime sector's sustainable recovery and to address the relevant challenges. In this respect, allow me to focus on specific and certain challenges, decarbonization, governance, finance, and geopolitical developments, beginning with decarbonization, which is relevant for all uh, human activities on planet Earth, 
of course including shipping, in order to bequeath a better future to the next generation, shipping has uh, committed to contribute to the global efforts to fight climate change and reach the IMO and the European Union objectives for carbon neutrality. However, in order to achieve these objectives by the set time frame of 2050, the whole chain of responsibility, such as fuel suppliers and distribution chain, ship owners and commercial operators of ship, engine manufacturers and shipyards should be fairly engaged in a coordinated manner. In addition, one of the biggest challenges that will face shipping will be to secure worldwide availability of safe, alternative, low and zero carbon fuels and of course the related infrastructure and this should happen as soon as possible. So research, development and deployment of uh, alternative fuels will need to be intensified. However, since uh, shipping is uh, a hard to abate sector and each subsector such as um, uh, bottom shipping, liners, short sea passengers and coastal shipping has its own particularities and prerequisite if uh, you prefer, we should begin with uh, a basic principle, namely that of technological neutrality. In this respect, and in full cooperation with the maritime community, we are exploring the best possible ways for the most radical transformation ever happened in shipping for a century. The gradual transition to a non-fossil fuel-based shipping and economy in general. Any new measure, including on the environmental field, need to be practical, realistic and enforceable, paying due regard to the specific characteristics of each shipping model, as well to the well-established environmental principle, such as the polluter pays. Finally, it is uh, crucial to gradually pass from the current, current uncertainty to a predictable environment that uh, will guide future investment and ensure that will reasonably pay off. Greece, as you can understand, will uh, continue to contribute with concrete proposal to the ongoing negotiations, both at European Union and at IMO level, on the new environmental legislation aiming at uh, new regulations that will promote clean energy transition in an enabling and inclusive manner without jeopardizing the predominance of the European Union shipping and the resilience of our economies, particularly by the growth prospects and well-being of more vulnerable citizens like the islanders and the less wealthy. This brings us to the governance aspect, taking into consideration that shipping is a truly international industry we can only operate effectively if the regulations and standards are themselves agreed, adopted and implemented on an international basis. Greece, of course, remains committed to the ocean governance framework 
established by the United Nations Convention on the Law of the Sea, which itself recognizes the IMO as the only unique authority regulator of international shipping. UNCLOS and IMO guarantee a bright and uh, sustainable future for shipping and all economic activities relevant to the sea. The efforts of shipping to meet the increasing demand of its customers and of society as a whole with regard to environmental and social performance as well as to achieve economic sustainability is very challenging. Higher standards of safety and environmental performance often come from different organizations, but always at an important financial cost. In this respect, allow me to say a few words on financial aspects of the maritime sector. It has to be acknowledged that uh, financing of shipping undergoes since 2009 and a rather challenging period and will continue to be so as the pressure for further measure with sometimes not guaranteeing environmental benefits continues. The lack of uh, funding from the traditional banking in conjunction with the fact that COVID-19 pandemic brought up severe recession at least until the mid of 2021 constitutes a pressing problem for the ship operators given especially the particularity costly investment required to comply with the environmental regulation, the sulfur 2020 and the new on greenhouse gas emissions that will come very shortly. Therefore, financing of innovative solutions for the reduction of pollution from vessel and enhancement of energy efficient of ship, including the installation of pioneering technological equipment or the building of ships of innovative design and systems presupposes the existence of funding mechanisms beyond the traditional ones. Until recently, the main lenders of the Greek shipping were international financial and banking institutions, and Greek shipping focused on international capital markets. However, the love lights affairs for almost 10 years have created liquidity issues that have forced the search for alternative sources of financing. Today, the new generation that manages the majority of the Greek shipping company is very well trained and familiar with alternative types of financing such as stock exchange, private equities and of course the banks of the Far East either in terms of loan or in terms of leasing. The increasing participation of Greek Bank is also a remarkable development, which in fact is expected to increase further in the coming years, along with uh, the recovery of shipping markets, which we all hope to last fairly and our economies in general. Greece believes that uh, a blend of financial instruments will be needed for the revolutionary transformation that uh, lies ahead. Private uh, financing needs to remain targeted and flexible. At the same time, public financing needs to fully address the particularities of shipping as hard to abate sector and direct 
uh, revenues from market-based measures to the decarbonization of shipping. At the same time, climate transformation of the maritime industries need to be supported generously from the European Union structural budget and from the industry-led initiatives like the International Maritime Research Board and Associated Fund. The mentioned challenges may also be considered as uh, introducing a new dynamic for shipping industry if they focus on uh, developing new technologies and innovative transport system. Investing in uh, quality shipping and the new types of ship is always a good choice, even in unstable times as shipping markets is facing at the moment. The technological development has also the potential to create new opportunities with automated systems on ships. We can reduce the operational cost of shipping. However, we must be very careful. This should not lead to social dumping or the reduction of employment costs in the shipping industry. In this vein, the promotion and support of the human capital of shipping should be considered as a core priority for the years to come. The shipping industry cannot exist without skilled professionals, whatever the level of automation reaches. Our seafarers are a wealth of knowledge and expertise in and outside of the European Union, which should be protected and preserved in any case. Today, shipping employs millions of people on board and on shore and creates meaningful career opportunities for young people. In this respect, we should uh, focus on creating the leverage necessary to keep these people into the business and to enhance the maritime profession and seafaring manpower given the potential shortages expected in the coming years. Ladies and gentlemen, the recent crisis of the pandemic and more recently the war in the Ukraine which deteriorates even further the existing energy crisis do not leave maritime sector unaffected. With respect to the Ukraine crisis, at this moment our main priority is to address the safety and security threats for seafarers and shipping. With immediate and decisive initiatives, both domestically and at the levels of the IMO and the EU, we have joined global efforts in order to create safe maritime routes, safe maritime corridors, in order to safely remove seafarers and ship trapped in areas close to the ongoing military operations. When it comes to the economic effects of the recent crisis in the shipping sector, it uh, involves further increases to the fuel cost, which, as mentioned above, were evident even before the pandemic, which in turn increased operational cost and contributes negatively to global upwards inflation needs. At the same time, we continually, continuously assess and participate very actively on the negotiations regarding EU sanctions imposed to Russia. And when it comes to the shipping sector, 
taking into account the particularities of maritime operation in order to safeguard the message that should be sent to the aggression state, while least ensuring smooth implementation and the basic principle. And the basic principle basic is that we should not harm our industries and economies more than that of the aggression state. In addition, in an era of increased trade tension, it is crucial to steadily support the well-established principle of EU maritime policy in relation to the liberalization of international maritime transport services and free market access. This has to be pursued in the context of uh, trade negotiations with a high level of ambition at bilateral and plurilateral level. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope I didn't tie you just before the award ceremony and the luncheon, but it is a challenge itself to deliver a keynote on shipping during these times where one should deliver quite a few messages. However, in this uh, country, we, are, we all understand that we need efficient, sustainable and thriving shipping as Europe does, as the world does, and that we should remain together and committed fully to all these objectives. With these thoughts, I would like uh, to thank once again the organizers for their kind invitation and I wish uh, every success to the 12th annual Capital Link Greek Shipping Forum, the results of which will provide us with useful insights on the maritime future and prospects. Thank you very much. Thank you.